Dr. Schweiz put the pixie dust water in the vault. He would leave it alone, at least for today. Meanwhile, in a different part of London, miles away from Dr. Schweiz's lab, a young, very mischievous boy named James decided to play a prank on the old professor. Even if you were miles away, you could still see the large white dome of Dr. Schweiz's lab, as it was on a hill so everyone in London knew about him. James decided he would steal a small tool or something. He wanted to give the professor a scare, but he didn't want the police after him. James left the house at 9 o'clock. From his observations, the professor went to bed at 8.30. He'd waited a half an hour, so he knew the professor was asleep. He jumped into his clothes and crept out the front door. Now for the trick. It was too far to walk, so he went to the public stable and found his father's horse, Oreo, and saddled him up. The horse next to Oreo, their neighbor's horse, spooked, and James had to calm him. Finally, after 15 minutes of trying to get Oreo saddled without spooking the other horses, James started off. It took him another 15 minutes to get there at 9.30. He crawled through the alarm lasers easily. I bet the scientist never thought about kids who practice laser tag every day, he thought. The combination was easy, as most old people's favorite numbers were 1 and 2, because they were easy to say. He grabbed a small bottle labeled Pixie Potion and ran out of the room. Forgetting about the security lasers, he ran right into them. The alarm started to blare. He made a run for it, dropping the glass bottle. He didn't care. He just didn't want to get caught. Well, 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 what have we here? James jumped and looked around to see the professor standing behind him. Listen, you don't know what you are getting yourself into, okay? Run along home now. Come on, I won't call the police on you. The professor turned and shuffled toward the wreck of the glass bottle. He knew he shouldn't touch it or it would spoil. He would get the proper tools, so he left down the floor and started another batch. A raccoon came into the lab that night, attracted by the wonderful smell of the potion, and drank it to see what it tasted like. The raccoon gagged and ran away. The pixie potion was not for drinking. The professor came into the room the next morning to find there were footprints and a tiny tongue mark in the spill. The professor gasped. He had to find that raccoon, and now. The raccoon was miles away now, in James's neighborhood. It was in a trash can, eating dinner, when it felt a strange sensation in its tail. It climbed out of the trash can and started scratching furiously at its tail. It was so busy scratching that it didn't notice that it was floating a foot above the ground. That night, it went home to its burrow. The mother brushed his fur, reprimanding him in raccoon language, of course, for being out for so long. The mother found a small glowing ball in his fur and decided it couldn't hurt. Gulp. Her tail immediately started to itch. She started to float up in the air. Eventually, the children started to float, too. Pixie potions were meant to levitate people when rubbed on the skin. When the raccoon had stepped in the potion, it had rubbed into his feet. The small glowing ball was the jelly-like sweat that happens when you eat it, the unpleasant side effect of using pixie potion. It could add its effect to a different person if they ate the sweat, but nobody did that because, I mean, sweat? A bear then ate the raccoon and the sweat, because it was on the raccoon, and started floating. It dropped some sweat on a flower, which was eaten by a deer, and so on, until the whole forest was floating, even the plants. The forest slowly rose up into the air, higher and higher every day, until it was a dot up in the sky. The professor knew he had to do something, but he didn't know what. He decided to get a small helicopter and fly up and then try to grab onto a tree. As he was preparing for takeoff, he heard a small voice say, Can I come? The professor turned to see James the little boy who had snuck into his lab, standing on the runway. I live close to that forest, and my mom told me to 
come ask you what to do about it. You can come if you don't get into trouble and you understand that this is very dangerous, so you will do everything I say to do, said the professor. He handed James a small syringe. And you will not play with this. You must inject every animal with this mixture and then grab it or put it on a leash so you can drag it back to the helicopter. The helicopter flew into the sky, quickly catching up to the forest. They injected the animals with the syringes, and they suddenly became heavy again. But James and the professor had leashes on them so they couldn't fall, and took them to the helicopter. The professor dealt with the trees by simply chopping them down and taking the stumps to the helicopter. When they were both inside the helicopter, the professor began to speak. You have learned that there is indeed magic in the world, James, but you are not to tell anyone else about this, James. Do you understand? Yes, sir. James was just excited that he had been on this adventure, and to think it had started with a simple prank. That was The Pixie Potion by Luke. Thanks for listening. Would you like to hear your short story on Those Who Book? Send it to thosewhobook at gmail.com. If you like this podcast, give it a rating on Apple Podcasts. Thanks.